Welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along today. This is Monday, or excuse me, Sunday morning, May 9th, Mother's Day, and so a happy Mother's Day to all of you moms out there, and you're blessed, and actually we'd like to give a tribute to you and talk about the noble calling of motherhood today. I'd like to welcome all who come along and and are joining us, whether for the first time or you've been here numerous times, and I'm really happy for this community that's developing online. Uh, the the Perez's here had a prayer request from us that they'd be able to get in a house. They live in San Diego. It's not easy to get in a house out there now. And sure enough, that came through for them yesterday. And then also uh, Joel, who I who's here every single morning, was in town, and we had a really wonderful breakfast together yesterday morning. So it's good to get to know some of you and to see God building this community. Motherhood. It's a noble calling. And in fact, as we know, as we've talked about before, of the various institutions that God has created, the family was the first one he made. God created man, and and the first commandment he gave, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. He created Adam and Eve, male and female, he made them, gave them this mandate to fill the earth, subdue it, cultivate it, cultivate the land, civilize this place. And, uh, and, and build a world here that God gave as a commandment to Adam and Eve. And even after the fall, he reiterated it. Now you've got to continue at it. Motherhood is so essential in that, is it not? You wouldn't have a human race without motherhood. You wouldn't have a human race without mothers. You, we, I know modern technology is trying to figure out how to do it, but nope, you got to have moms. And moms are, they perpetuate the human race, and, but they're more than that. They're more than just a birthing machine. And I say this because uh, recent legislation in Congress, this is how they're kind of referred to. They have come up with this crazy, crazy, you got to be all-inclusive stuff in Congress now where they can't use words like mother, father, boy, girl, husband, wife that are considered non-inclusive words. And so now they've got a recent bill out there, and they call them birthing persons, birthing persons relating to the mother. But no, you're more than a birthing person. Mothers train and love and, and care for and nurture the next generation. Once a mother has a child, she's always the child mother of that child. And there's a bond there that's never separated. And it's not just did they give birth. This is so radically wrong to only look at it in that term. And so we see and honor mothers not just as someone who went through labor, someone who housed a baby or a fetus for nine months and then did her job. No, we see the noble work of motherhood as a lifelong calling. And it's always, even after your children are raised, it's a lifelong thing, all right? And, it, and we want to value it. In our modern culture, like I said, it's not valued in, in, um, in, in often in the language used in our culture. It's not valued often in the way it's the, uh, shown on television as children are a problem, children are hard work. Of course they're hard work. Anything worthwhile is hard work. It's not, you know, they, they make you tired, they take your money. Well, that's, again, this is what servanthood, like we saw the other day, is all about. And so there's, 
yes, children, they invest in them, takes hard work. Investing in our children takes money. Of course it does. This is part of the way God designed life, that as the cycle of life continues on and on, it's not all about ourselves. It's not all about me. It's not all about what I can get, where I arrive, how happy or much pleasure I have. It's about serving and giving and laying down my life. And indeed, mothers are the prime example of this. In our culture today, you know, we use terms like, oh, you know, what do you do? And oh, I'm just a mother. No, you're so much more than a mother. The mother's a high calling. You're not just a, a housewife. You're a homemaker. Your mothers are the ones who, with their the attitude, the spirit they have, they make a house into a home. They transform a house into a home. They make it a place where people want to be, where people want to visit. Where they make it a place of peace and rest and repose. They mothers have the capacity to make a house a beautiful place. And so, moms, that's your calling. That's your you know to raise this generation to love them, to care for them, to lay down your life for them, and to make your house into a home. You know, on campus with this idea that uh, motherhood, you know, campus, I don't know if many of you realize this, but on campus now, almost 60% of the college students are women, females. And the men are more like they're in the low 40s, like it's probably about 57, 58 42, something like that. Some campuses, over 60% are women. And they're all there to get a career, to get a job, to make money. And they have been taught for now, this gen two generations we've been taught, and as feminism has made inroads into our culture, that to be a, just a mother is not really reaching your potential as a woman. And so now women are sacrificing this for careers and as a result, we see, you know, as we talked about yesterday, a lower birth rate, significantly lower birth rate, an alarmingly low birth rate. For the first time ever, we have now dipped below where we won't reproduce uh, and, and our, 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 our population would shrink. And uh, because, again, people aren't wanting to have children. And so on campus, you know, I'm often asked, uh, it, it comes up often, you know, do I think women can be pastors? And it's the whole idea of, is there anything a woman can't do? And people are, you know, criticize the Bible because now a woman, you know, anything that would limit a woman, you can't do this and so on. And they, you know, these skeptics want to turn this against us. And I always say, well, you know, you're talking about a touchy subject here when you talk about what we can't do. And, uh, and I, I play along with a little bit. I have fun out there. Because I, and then I point out, I say, you know, because what you're bringing up is there's something very, 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 very important, something very significant that I can't do just because I'm a man, just because of my gender. I can't do it. And they stop and say, you're a man. What, what's something you can't do? I, say, I can't have a baby. Well, they say, obviously, you can't have a baby. You're a man. I say, but what do you mean, obviously? Because... You think being a pastor is more important than being a mother? You, being a, you think being a pastor is more important than being a, or being a CEO of a company is more important than, than raising children and giving life, bringing life into the world, and having the soul, the primary responsibility of shaping another human being's life? What kind of values do you have? 
What do you, what makes you think, you think making money is more important than bringing in and then having, bearing a child and nurturing a human life? You see, our values have gotten to the point where this noble calling of motherhood, we just say, oh, that's obvious. You can do it. You can take it or leave it. You can do it when you want. But there's, but, but we don't ever want someone to, a woman that, you know, that's not important. What's really important is, can I become a pastor? Can I be a, can I be an executive? Can I make more money? Can I do all these things? And folks, listen, you got to make money. And if, and if God leads you and a, a woman to be successful in some area in, in the, in the, in the world, great, but never put down or denigrate this role of motherhood. The human race is going to end without it. You're your honor before God and your role before God. And, and if you mothers understand that God honors you and he loves you. In scripture, there's many great women, are there not? Mary, she's one of the most prominent persons in scripture. And what is she known for? She's the mother of Jesus. I'm not Catholic. We don't, we don't put her on a pedestal the way the Catholics do, but we also don't put her down because she was a very significant woman who, who God chose to be the mother of the Messiah, the human mother who brought the Messiah into the earth, into the world, and, and she's wonderful. And might I add as a quick caveat, I do hope you're watching this show, The Chosen, because in there Mary is portrayed in such a beautiful, wonderful way. Um, Proverbs 31, our, our verse for the day, verse 28 speaking about the, the godly woman, the wonderful one. Her children rise up and bless her. Her husband also, he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. And so on this Mother's Day, we honor, we say many have done nobly, many have done wonderfully, but how's it say many have done nobly, but you moms, you excel them all, and you do. If you are the works of her hands, if you're a son or daughter, make sure and give her thanks and praise and gratitude all the time. This is a special day for it, but we want to do it all the time because their work, it's tiring, it's hard, it's exhausting. Really, it is the ultimate of pouring, giving of your life to pour into another. And this is what mothers do. This is what mothers do. This is what my wife has done with our five kids. And I see our children doing it with their children. And it's, it's godly. It's honorable. It's good. It's beautiful. And uh, it's hard work. We pray for them. It's tough, but it's good. And it's rewarding. And it's honoring to the Lord. Amen. Father, we bless you today. We thank you for your plans. We thank you for your ways. Lord, your ways are unlike our ways. They're like the heavens are above the earth. Your ways are above our ways. We think, Father, and we think Jesus of how you said, the people who want to hold on to their life, they lose it. And the people who lose their life really find it. And we know, Lord, if there's ever a human example of this, the greatest human example, obviously, is a cross. You lost your life for us. But, Father, we, we think of our moms and, the, and the, this noble calling of motherhood, and we think of how moms are laying down their lives for their kids day after day after day after day, sometimes moment by moment. They're caring for their children, nurturing them, uh, 
taking, taking care of them, loving them uh, in big ways and small ways. How we pray, Father, for the moms. You give them strength. You give them grace. You give them the power to love their children. Give them the, the, the persistence. Lord, I know it's hard work and it's draining and tiring, but it's, it's a godly thing. It's an honorable thing. And you give grace for the moment, and we pray for this. We pray, Father, that moms would be patient with their children. We pray they would believe the best about their children. We pray they would uh, have joy at the thought of their children. It's so easy, Father, to see the faults in our children. It's so easy because we're correcting so many things, especially as they're young. Help us, Lord, help our moms to always have joy with their children, to always be happy for them, happy to, to see them as their, the works of their hands and to pour joy and love into their kids. We pray, Father, in our culture today, motherhood is so often put down. It's not honored. It's not, uh, it's not seen the way you see it. And I pray that in our families, in our lives, in our world, we would see it that way. Lord, we would, you would help us not to be negatively influenced by depictions on the television or in popular literature or magazines or something like this, that, that real value for a woman is, is how much money she makes or what power she has or what position she's arrived at. Help us to honor. You said, Jesus, if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, be a servant. Help us to honor those who serve their children. Help us to honor those who serve their families. Help us to honor those who, who model servanthood to us day in and day out. This is greatness in your kingdom. Help us, Lord, to honor that. Help us to draw attention to it. Many have done nobly, but Lord, I pray the moms on this live stream, I pray them our moms, I pray the moms who are raising children, I pray for this next generation pray for the grandparents, and I pray for this next generation of moms who are raising young kids now, Lord, that they would excel them all. They would do a wonderful job. Give them wisdom. Give them grace. Give them love. Give them patience. Give them kindness. Help them to nurture them tenderly, graciously. I pray for this. Lord, so many kids are growing up in our generation broken, really messed up by sin, feeling unloved. Their emotional tank is empty. They don't know how to receive criticism. They don't know how to be. Uh, they 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 don't know how to accept failure. They don't know how to grow. They don't know how to accept change. They 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 are fragile. Lord, we pray that you would help moms and dads as they raise a next generation in this fragile generation to raise strong, mighty men and women of God who will be mighty in spirit, whose emotional tank will be filled up with fullness because they know that in their, their own mother and father love them and model the love of God. So we pray for this today. We pray for these moms. They'd be appreciated and loved. Give them your strength and bless them in Jesus' name. We pray also for our churches today. Lord, they'd be wonderful places of victory, of equipping, of praise and worship, and that people who go to church today They'd come out better than when they went in. They'd come out stronger. They'd come out more faith-filled, more filled with the love of God. And we pray for these things and bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And my wife just showed me so many people say amen and amen. 
My wife showed me the last verse, I believe it's Psalm 59, she showed me this morning. That's what David prayed. At the end of the psalm, he said, amen and amen. And so amen and amen to you, and God bless you. You have a great day, a great Mother's Day, a great day at church. I love having you along. I love being here. Make sure you tell some friends to join in and uh, be part of this time. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.